0: Hey, this is Dirk Nowitzki, and you listen to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I like
3: this, T.K. I like that. Yeah, it's the Mavericks, all up by action. Don't do no acting no Samuel Jackson. Dirk get the ball, you know that it's magic. Post move deadly, yeah, it get tragic. Luke with the ball, yeah, it get nasty. He'll drop 30, don't gotta ax him. Luke with the step back three.
0: Boy Chris Stabs looking like Dirk and Nash in the gap. They just want to ring, wanna fit a gap on your team here. Hey, talk our heads, stay or relax, till later champs. Deep is still coming with the gallium scroll, the mass of best on the float. I'm wild, but the goat. This gang get cold.
3: How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Math Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trig. I'm joined as always by my co-host and Dallas basketball on SI colleague Matt Gallatson. And for the second straight week, we have our guy Mike Fisher with us. Fish, how you doing?
1: Outstanding, except for I'm exhausted. Yeah. Aren't you guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> leading, leading up to the opening game, I didn't realize that it was a 930 tip, And I yeah. remember I remember texting y'all and I was like, you know, we could still record because it might be over after 11. But I wasn't that good at math. And I was like, no, it's going to be after midnight.
1: <laughs> I, I, I so realized that and was so uh, anticipating the problem. I tried to take a nap. <laughs> you know which I mean what you know, what am I six but uh I it didn't work but I tried
3: well I was planning to and never got to so it would have been brutal for me because <laughs> I still had to go to work from 8 to 11:30 but anyway uh, so the season is officially underway uh the Mavs they didn't really get off to the the start they wanted they knew it was going to be tough going in because I mean let's just face it the the Phoenix Suns have given them fits for the longest time now they've now lost 12 of the last 16 matchups with the suns uh, and they haven't beaten the sun that they, they will not beat the suns in this calendar year uh, of 2020 they're 0 and four so every time they play them it doesn't matter how good they are how bad they are uh, they just can't get over that hump and that continued last night in the season opener when they lost uh, 106 to 102 Luca had a, a really good uh, overall stat line, but his his shooting was, uh, was not ideal, uh, to put it nicely. He was 11 of 26 from the field, didn't make a three, uh, 0 of six there. But bright side is he started out the season shooting 10 of 12 from the free throw line. So that is a good sign uh, going forward. But uh, Fish, we'll start with you. What's your initial reactions to the Mavs' season opening loss?
1: Well, first of all, I knew you'd put some positive spin on it. Everything's fine. Everything's (laughs) rosy. Look, he made a free throw. Uh, Here's my positive spin on it. And I almost was going to like call our man at Mavs highlights on Twitter and say, go make a big deal of the sequence early in the game where Luca has a, he's got a bunny and he misses it. Then he tries to tip it in. Then he grabs the rebound and tips it again. I'm exaggerating only a little bit. Then he tips it again. So, (laughs) He was like, Oh, and four, Oh, for four from the floor in four seconds. Yeah. So that almost, that almost shouldn't count against you. Those count as rebounds and shots. I get, I mean, they do, um, they were failures, but I think that skews his numbers a little yeah. bit. That was one trip down the floor. That yeah, wasn't that. four ruined offensive opportunities. It was one. Right. Yeah. The, um, o
3: of, the O of six from three was probably the bigger issue, not the overall bigger. shooting.
1: Percentage. And like, I know Carlisle, uh, is going to snap at me when he hears us say this because I understand his view about the the modern geometry and, and the, and you know, how it opened up the floor and stuff, but I'm so, I, I, I don't know. I'm an old man. 30 foot step back jump shots are bad shots. They're always bad shots. They'll always be bad shots. Yeah. And the reason yeah. they're bad shots is because you can get a better one. Yeah. And I'm glad that Luca admitted that after the game, if we go back and review this game, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go back and watch it. I don't no, know about you, I'm not either. hardworking <laughs> characters, but I've seen <laughs> enough. Luca could get every shot. He could get any three-foot shot he wanted all game. Yeah. It was easy, I and mean, he makes it easy, uh, and then he didn't do it. I'm reminded of, you know, that the movie Airplane. Is that before your guy's time?
3: Oh, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. it. It is a little bit before my time, but I okay, have seen it. Okay, but it's it.
1: still, it's still <laughs> hysterical. And the little kid goes into the cockpit to talk to who turns out to be Kareem and Kareem's pretending that he's not Kareem and, and the kid says, I I know who you are. And my dad says that sometimes you loaf and you're lazy and Kareem finally admits he's Kareem and says, you tried dragging Bob Lanier and whatever he said, you know, guys like Bob Lanier up and down the floor 82 times a year. And so the the point being Kareem could have scored anytime he wanted to too. Anytime, but it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it takes it out of you. So I don't think Luca is physically prepared, frankly, to do all the things that he could have done to win that game last night.
2: I think that was a really nice way to put it, that he wasn't physically prepared. Uh, There's been a little (laughs) harsher. He, he looked out of shape. He looked uh, overwhelmed, not overwhelmed, but just with the physical part, he just looked like he wasn't ready. And, he had uh, a
3: cow lick, if that tells you anything.
2: <laughs> it <looked Yeah>. like, <laughs> like it he just frankly, woke up from a nap. <laughs> frankly, it looked like he spent the entire off season sitting on the couch playing Fortnite, eating that sausage that he's sponsored by in Slovenia. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't look good, but still, yeah, he managed thirty two eight and five or whatever. Right. So right, which I is why he's the, the
3: MVP favorite because you know that's an off game by his standards, and he still put up thirty two eight right. and five.
2: He's not going to be 0 of 6 from 3 every night. He's not going to, you know, he's not going to start 0 of 6 and finish 6 of whatever. I mean, it was a bad game. And he still put up dominant numbers on the stat sheet, which is fine. It's just, you know, you hope for better in a season opener when um, they were just playing on the floor a month and a half, two months ago.
3: I'll say this, too. As bad as Luca's shooting night was overall – the next highest score for the Mavs was Josh Richardson and Tim Hardaway jr. And they had 12 apiece. So, you know, with KP being out, that's not going to cut it. You're going to have to have guys step up a little bit more than that uh, and getting that 18 to 20 point range. He's got to have a little bit more help uh, than what he had against the Suns. And I don't know if y'all caught it, but towards the end of that game, uh, the Mavs, they were down by one. They had the ball. Uh, Luca, or Maxie set a screen, it was a pick and pop, and he threw it to Maxi. There was still like 10 seconds left on the shot clock, and he shot a three with 10 seconds left on the shot clock when he could have either passed it back to Luca or he could have given it to Josh Richardson on the other side of the wing uh, for a little bit better shot. What do you think about that? You think, you know, in that situation, Luca you know, made the right play uh, to give it to Maxi and him firing it from the top, or should he have, you know, Taking on Devin Booker, to get to the rim.
1: Luca wasn't trying to get an assist on that play; he was just giving up the ball.
3: Yeah,
1: actually <laughs> acted like it was it, it was it was assist time. And if I'm recalling right, the ball came from over there. The ball came from the side to where Maxi had to turn his body around. Yeah, and it wasn't like a catch and shoot; it was a catch and adjust and shoot a distant three pointer with ten seconds left on the shot clock for a guy who. Not that Maxi hasn't made himself into somebody who can do that, but that's not an optional, uh, optimal shot. And by the way, then Luca did it. Luca also did it. He took a shot with nine seconds left on the shot clock from a million feet away. Yeah. Um, this is going to lead into a conversation about, about who should be the crunch time center. Yeah. Cause I, I think we all are in the same boat there, but as one much more as- item on this, um, you can't. You're going to have lower scoring games. The, the the Mavericks aren't going to be, lose games 150 to 149 this year. You're yeah. going to have games like that, that are 106 and good. That's good.
3: Yeah. But that the, de- mean- the defense is visibly better. No I mean, question. It, it's much better.
1: And that means fewer possessions in a game, which means fewer fewer opportunities, and you better take advantage of the opportunities. But it doesn't mean that your second scorer can score 12 points. You won't yeah. win. You you yeah. you you can't win, and I don't care. I don't care who the second score is. Your your third score can't score twelve points very often and win. Although it happened for Phoenix, um but their their numbers are a little fluky too because it looked to me like Devin Booker felt like he was going to score forty.
3: Yeah, and he, and he ended up with twenty-two. So <laughs>
1: yeah. So again, there there are some good things that came out of it, and the Mavericks improved improve defense is one of them. But Luca said, "My bad," uh, uh, and and he say he talked about the shot selection and that you know. Even with Maxi, he's Luca's in charge of the shot selection. He's in charge, and so even Maxie's bad shot was Luca's bad. Yeah,
3: yeah, and I mean, look, Maxi in the preseason he shot the lights out, which you know we've found out over over the years preseason doesn't amount to much because you know Josh Richardson shot seventy three percent from three in the preseason, and that's not going to you know continue to happen going forward, but. Uh, Maxie he was just two of seven from three on the night. So, I mean, I get it. I would have loved for him to hit that shot and it had been a great story. Maxi won the game for the Mavs and everything, but in crunch time, you know, Luca, especially with KP out, he's just gonna he's gonna have to find a way to do it himself and do it in a way that isn't reckless. Uh, you know, with the step back three, and I mean, he acknowledges that he needs to do that. So. That's the good thing. He just has to apply it now. And he's still – sometimes we forget this guy is 21 years old. <laughs> so, uh, that's not – you know, he's not going to use that as an excuse, but he is still learning, and hopefully uh, it will get better as the season progresses. But moving on, uh, Fish, like you said, this is leading into our next topic. But Willie Stein, the guy who we have been uh, cheering for to be in the the starting lineup – He only got six minutes yesterday, but he was a team high plus 14 in those minutes. When he's on the court, even if his stats don't reflect it, he only had uh, two points, two rebounds, and I think a steal. Uh, But he was a plus 14. When he's on the court, good things happen. He was the only guy the Mavs had that could guard DeAndre Ayton uh, when Ayton was on the court because he was in foul trouble early. So when they subbed him out with three minutes left, and they put Maxi Kleba back in there, who was a team worse, you know, negative 19 in that game. Uh, the Suns knew that. I mean, it's like they in uh, their head coach knew what was going on, and they immediately gave the ball to Aiton, and he proceeded to score on Maxi, and then it went downhill from there. So, I mean, what, what do you all think about that? Do you think we might see a lineup change here in the near future or no? Can I start here?
2: Um, yeah, go, go ahead. I don't because – I think we talked about this last week. Um, Rick Carlisle is too stubborn. He wants to start Dwight Powell. He's going to start Dwight Powell. Hell, even when uh, KP comes back, I'm afraid he's going to want to start Dwight Powell. I don't know what it is, but Dwight Powell should not have been in the game for 17 minutes last night. He looked awful. He doesn't look like he's ready to contribute yet. Um, He can't play defense. He looked lost. Um, Part of that, maybe because he hasn't played in a while, but also... You know, I just I don't think he's what everybody everybody has this vision of Powell in their head that he's um, some dominant role guy um, starting, you know, starting talent, all that stuff,
3: which he was pre injury by the numbers. But now, I mean, but he's not that anymore. Yeah, his biggest attribute was his athleticism. So if he's lost a step there, I mean, he can't shoot. Uh, right. He can't protect the rim. So, I mean, you, you got to make a hard down. call there. <laughs> yes,
2: there, there needs to be a hard call made. Maybe he works better coming off the bench with Maxi, like we saw, you know, in, in the past where where they're a very good tandem and uh, they work well with Brunson and hopefully Trey Burke, even though both, you know, both of them didn't play particularly well either. But Maxi was also awful. Like you mentioned, minus 18 or minus 19, whatever it was. Might as well have been minus 20. Um, He got abused on defense. He got – neither him or Powell could rebound yesterday. Um, And for some reason – I'm going to get to this in a minute. But he was in the game over Josh Richardson, I believe. Was he not? Somebody was in the game instead of Josh Richardson on the final two possessions, and that just completely cost them. But going back to the center, it Willie was the only one who looked capable last night. Yeah. And the fact that he looked that good in those few minutes and only got those few minutes is baffling to me. I don't well, understand.
3: And, I mean, this goes back to last season, too. Even when he didn't get that many minutes, he was always productive. You know, he'd only get uh, – like, I think he only played 15 minutes in that last game before the, the shutdown earlier this year against Denver. And he was a team high in the uh, the box score plus minus in that game too. So, like I said, when he's in there, I mean, he may not be the perfect center. You know, he's he's going to mess up here and there uh, like anybody would. But the production speaks for itself is, you know, on the scoreboard. So, I think if you're going to be – if you're going to hire a guy like Bob Vulgaris Vol- uh, to be your head analytical guy and that's going to be one of your main things that you look at going forward, I think you have to look at stuff like that and say, well, you know, this is working better with Willie Colleystein over Powell. We need to go this way, you know, kind of nudge Rick in the right direction. Show him, you know, <laughs> put it on paper and show him like, look, Rick, let's let me just try it and see let what me happens.
2: Ask, let me ask both of you guys this. Is there anything right now that Dwight Powell does better than Willie? I
1: I, I would say there's one thing. That effort. coach trusts him to stand in the right place.
2: I mean a yeah. physical a physical attribute that he that he brings to the game, shot blocking, rebounding, shooting, anything. Is there Probably one not. Of
1: thing? Probably not. And I'm not trying to defend the the uh, Carlisle's Powell love, but I am trying to explain it. I, I use this guy as my example all the time and I and I always forget his name when he was here and he, he, he used to be with the Lakers and he then he played here when Avery was the coach. God, I can't believe I can't remember his name. The veteran, but, but and, he, and he always played. He was the guy that uh, blocked his own trade to New Jersey. Remember that guy? Who are we talking about here? Nate Van Etzel? No. No, it's a, it's a big guy, right? It was a, a, a wing, big wing, Lakers. Dang it, I'll think. Oh, Devin George. Devin George, why can't I think of that? <laughs> yeah. And there we go. Devin George played way too many minutes for Avery all the time. And the reason was, even though he wasn't, he he wasn't good. um, But he, but he, but the coach trusted him. He was the security blanket. Uh, He knew that the the play would be run right. The guy, at least one guy would be standing in the right place. Dwight Powell gives you that right. Dwight Powell is, is the coach finds to be reliable. And he is obviously an extremely reliable person, human. I mean, uh, but I think he's a. And you guys, I think you guys are being way too hard on him. But I, I think he's a specialist. I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's a starting center. I'm not even sure he's a center. I think he's a specialist. The same way Trey Burke, Trey Burke is a specialist, and Carlisle recognizes that. He's going to come in and do that little thing when we need that little thing. There's not room for Trey Burke to always have a full-time role every night. There's not room for him. Yeah. I wish that Carlisle would look at the possibility that Willie Cauley-Stein, who, who I hope we're not just saying this because he's a friend of this program. Surely we're not just no. biased. No. No. I, I've would been saying like
3: it to? since they traded for him.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's He's more conventional. He's a kind of a – I mean, there's no such thing as an old-school center anymore – but he's big and he's long and he blocks shots and he doesn't worry about scoring that's like old fashioned d and i don't think anybody likes that anymore so so i do think that the uh the analytics department goes to rick and says here's our spreadsheet it's probably this probably yay thick and i think and I mean, that carlisle huh? i mean
3: and i mean look given what we've seen even though i do agree that for the most part he's more of a traditional center if you had to have one of the two, if you had to have Powell or Powell or Collie Stein shoot a three, which one would you guys choose? At this point, I would
1: choose I would choose Collie Stein because he showed right. me he can make them in
2: the preseason. <laughs>
1: right. I but don't, more I don't than think... that, more than that is Dalton Triggs' big thick analytical book, which is showing you that by the numbers, Willie Colley Stein deserves to not to not have one third as many minutes as the starting center. That's, that's your point, and I, I'll say this, and this is my defense of Carlisle, who happens to be a friend of my show's. I don't know if he likes you guys. He probably <laughs> hates us,
3: <laughs> if he's listening
0: <laughs> We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data,
1: he i've always said about him ever since he first came here that he has one foot in the red Arbach, boston celtics style of coaching which is it's there's an old school grind it out roll up your sleeves but then under mark cuban he's got another foot in 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 this new thing and now it's a decade later but i still believe that i think i think Carlisle is a beautiful combination of old school and new school. I think he has access to the analytics. I think he believes in them and listens to him. And then he decides, who can I rely on? And he tells Dwight, go play.
2: Yeah. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find a quality candidate quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. And you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the US are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore's total visits. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash blue wire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com/slash blue wire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply.
0: For the ones standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you could still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Well, we'll see how it goes because, I mean... To be honest, I mean, if Aiton, he didn't punish the Mavs as much as he could have. Just he punished, he, Max, he punished Max D. He did, but what I'm saying is it could have been worse if he hadn't been in early foul trouble.
1: Right. There, <laughs> so there's I'm, I'm, I think there was four straight plays. When they they just one of them was they threw it the Link to the court almost to Aiden because he was down deep on Maxi. Speaking of a guy that can do some old school things, just give me the ball down low yep. and, and I, 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 you can't stop me. That, that was pretty impressive. But thank goodness he was in foul trouble. He was, I mean, and Maxie's supposed to be, and, and has his moments, I guess, as a good defender. But Maxie was grossly overmatched there. Willie Cauley stein comes in, and he was not grossly overmatched. And, and there look, go. If,
3: if we think that he was overmatched in that one, you know, that's leading into our next point here. The Mavs <laughs> have an opportunity to rebound against the Lakers and LeBron on a uh, primetime Christmas Day game. Uh, but you know, now if they play Powell and Maxi against this big, it's Anthony Davis, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is, which is another step up and that has the potential to be really ugly. So, uh, I'm really interested to see if they look at, you know, what happened in that game and, uh, they try to switch it up a little bit. Like I said, if they play, if they would start Willie Colleystein and it doesn't work, I would shut up. I would shut up about it. I just want them to try it. <laughs> just one right. time.
2: It's it's not just Anthony Davis either. It's also the backup is Mark Gasol, correct? Yes. <laughs> so this isn't DeAndre Ayton, who's still kind of learning how to play in the NBA, and some guy named Damian James, and some guy named Jalen Smith, who all three just had their way last night. It's the best big in the league, arguably, in Anthony Davis. And one of the best in the last two decades, and Mark Gasol, who, yeah, he doesn't have a step like he used to, but he's still good and he still knows what he's doing. And if he if he gets to go up against somebody like Dwight or Maxi, he's gonna have his way too. And the Lakers are probably frothing at the mouth
1: right now. Mark Gasol, oh. by the way, the almost Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't make me <laughs> cry.
3: It's almost <laughs> Christmas. Always the bridesmaid, you know. <laughs> But look, I, I mean, I really do expect uh, Luca to bounce back and have a really uh, a much better shooting night against the Lakers. He loves playing against LeBron. He loves playing at Staples Center, even though it's going to be different this time. There's no fans there, uh, but he he loves that spotlight, and he's so hard on himself that I think he'll uh, he'll bounce back in a good way. So. I'm really excited about that. Uh we'll see how it goes for the Mavs. Uh the Lakers, you know, they're 0 and 1-2. So it's not like the the sky is just falling for all these teams who start out with a loss. I, uh I reminded somebody last night that, you know, during the Mavs winningest season ever, where they won 67 regular season games, they started out that season 0 and 4. So uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I still yeah, can't you,
3: that. Know, yeah you, you never want to overreact too much to a, a season opening loss. So right,
1: but 0-3 expect... is staring you in the face. Yes. And there's only – only, but, I mean, 72 games instead of 82. So <clears throat> it does crank it up a little bit. And then there's the issue of confidence. And and we can all and – the, and the Mavericks can all strut around and talk about how they – They know how good they are and they know what this next step is and we know what we have to do. But, you know, talk is cheap, especially compared to a Suns team that now beats you all the time. A Lakers team that's the defending champion and a Clippers team that in our coverage of that series, we keep writing how close the Mavericks made it.
3: Well, and look, it's, and I'll get both of y'all's takes on this. And I, I told something, Matt, it might have been you that I told. I can't remember. But yesterday before that game even started, uh, I told somebody that I actually felt better about the following games against the Lakers and Clippers than I did about the Suns game, just because of how horribly they've played against the Suns for, you know, the last three, four years. I mean, it's just been awful. It's just one of those teams that has their number no matter what. So, I mean, you knew it was going to be tough coming into it. And they still almost won despite, you know, having a horrible shooting night. So
1: yeah, But you better solve that because we did a thing on DallasBasketball.com. Richie Witt wrote it about how all those years where, where Cuban and Nelly tried to engineer a roster that could beat the Lakers. Remember that? And then they never yeah. played the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Well, right now the Mavericks have this focus on these teams over there. But what if you're the, I don't know, what if you're the 4th seed and the Suns are the 5th seed?
3: That'd be a nightmare.
1: I want to figure out I want to figure out how to beat them.
3: <laughs> Especially yeah. since they added Chris Paul because, yeah. you know, now they have that clutch player who can uh go out and get a big defensive play and score on on the offensive end too. So, Suns are good. They've gotten a lot better. They're younger guys or, you know, they have another year of experience and I definitely think they're a playoff team this year, but Well, one thing <clears> that the-
2: I don't want to see this season that we saw last season from a few people who I, you know, I won't name because it's fine. But the whole, oh my God, they only lost to the Knicks once. Well, now they lost to the Knicks twice, but it doesn't matter. Well, you know how they keep losing to all of these teams that they should be beating. Right. And they can't do it. But for some people, it's not a big deal. Who's like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't matter. We have Luka and we're good. No, it does matter because those games are the difference between a fourth seed and a fifth seed, or a third seed and a sixth, whatever it is, had they won those games that they were supposed to win last year, for example, they wouldn't have played the Clippers. Right, so they played the Rockets, and then maybe they get to the second round. And especially in a season like Fish mentioned, where it's seventy-two games, there's ten less ten less games in the in, you know you have less margin for error. Yeah, so yep. every game matters just a little bit more. So you can't have games like last night where you just come out flat. Yep. That's not going to work this year.
3: Especially when you see what's happening with a team like the Rockets who, you know, they had to postpone their game with the Thunder last night because they didn't even have enough players to suit up because of COVID stuff.
1: <laughs> By the way, and the NFL has a problem with this too. Why do you postpone the game?
3: I get the, the NBA has a you have to have at least 8 players active which And I brought this up on my – They didn't have
1: 20 guys with COVID.
3: Right, right. But they I think they – and this is another reason why James Harden put the the Rockets in a tough position, because if he had been in Houston when he was supposed to be and he had passed all the COVID protocol and all that, he would have been active and they would have been able to continue on with that game. But since he wasn't and then the other guys that had COVID, they were under that eight-player active minimum – So there's another there's another way James Harden has hurt his team in the last few weeks. (laughs) Not
1: everybody everybody that I talk to understands this. I I did this on 105.3 The Fan (laughs) the other day about how James Harden is a maverick's weapon. Because he destroys he is destroying one of their rivals. And not everybody gets this. No, not James. And I don't want James Harden on my team ever because he'll destroy (laughs) my team. I, I don't care how talented he is. And he's incredibly gifted. I mean, he, he has reinvented offensive basketball and that's a fact, but he's also reinvented a new level of selfishness. Uh, and I mean, the fat jo- like, I don't realize you make fat jokes on guys, but he'd bring all of this on himself. He deserves every joke. He, he's destroying a franchise because of selfishness, but, but, I, and I'll defer to you Dalton on the rules, but what if three guys had sprained ankles? Are we postponing the game?
3: I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's –
1: What if think ten should, guys had sprained ankles?
3: I think if you have five guys who can suit up. And even – I mean, even if you go below that, you know, if the team still wants to play, you can still do it. Because one example I brought up the other day, I don't know if you all remember this, but when Colin Sexton was still at Alabama, uh, he was playing against Minnesota. And they had, like, this thing where all the – you know, all of Alabama's bench uh, came on the court um after an altercation and then two of the guys that were on the court got ejected too so they had to play three on five the rest of the game and colin sexton still almost came back and beat (laughs) minnesota playing three on five so it can be done i mean we
1: swear on this show yeah Yeah. and so to that situation is the same as houston's situation tough shit (laughs) same as the denver broncos situation you, you don't you don't have a quarterback you better go get one because we had a yep. game tomorrow we're not postponing the game i don't understand what the nfl did with the baltimore ravens every time the baltimore ravens sneezed they got their game postponed yeah no you gotta you gotta play and if if you got the only time that i'm gonna suspend a game <laughs> god forbid if the team's playing goes down right now we're gonna give you a break but we're not gonna if james harden is driving to the game and he gets a flat tire and can't show up on time i'm not postponing the game you lose i don't get it at all i don't get it at all
3: at the very least if they're gonna you know if it's gonna be that easy to postpone a game this year i think they should at least look at expanding uh the roster a little bit because yeah they made it to where the two-way guys don't have to only spend 45 days with the team and then go back off the uh the main roster but I think if they expanded it to like 20, say 20, and you can have 18 active players, you know, Fish, it's kind of like in the NFL, uh, like what you've been saying with the, <laughs> have a COVID quarterback, Yeah, you know, just sitting to himself, you know, the NBA needs to have some of those, uh, some of those type players just sitting At back waiting for situations like that.
1: Right. You got your two-way, you got your G League, you got your practice squad, you got your COVID quarterback, you your, your Quarant- your QQ, quarantine quarterback, whatever it takes. But I'll tell you what, if 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 Luca's ever hurt and it's gonna miss a week, and, and the Mavericks won't be, won't be good enough without Luca, and they're playing that week, they're playing the Lakers or the Clippers if I'm the Mavericks, I might go, ooh, ooh, I think it's broke. I, I, <laughs> I got a sniffle. We got we got some guys with a cold. We we might have to postpone this game. And I'd, I'd I'd tell them that I got uh, I I got guys with colds flus. It's cold and flu season, and then I get a postponement of a game. What what a what a great way to cheat! You can argue that that's what the Baltimore Ravens did, that they bought themselves some time by yeah. saying I don't know we got a lot of sick guys over here, and meanwhile in the NFL I know from factors teams that guys are sick and they're still playing, and then we'll worry about it Monday. So yeah. I, I, I don't like it. I, I'm not comfortable with any of it, but I'm certainly not comfortable. I'm, I'm not comfortable giving the Houston Rockets any breaks. How about that? Yeah.
3: And, I mean, look, I, I, we, we hope that nothing like that happens with the Mavs, but uh, when you're not playing in a bubble, you know, it's it's bound to happen at some point. But like Rick Carlisle said, there are there are ways you can avoid it. You, as long as you have everybody on board, and you don't have a situation like James Harden, who uh, is going out to a strip club. Well, I'm sorry. He said he was going to his friend's. Uh, uh, what was it? His friend got a promotion and it was a party for his friend. he just showed up to give her a present or something. He gave her a present. He gave her a present. Probably
1: gave her. I'll forget it. All I know is I'm not as club guy yeah but if i was the olden days you wear protection on one end now you need to wear protection on both ends
3: (laughs) look look i matt i'll let i'm going to get your thoughts on this too because i know uh how critical you've been of this certain player but after we talk about this we're going to wrap it up by uh getting y'all's christmas day predictions for the mavs but Before we get to that, I have to mention this. Jalen Brunson was awesome last night, especially in the fourth quarter. And uh, Matt, you you may not want to admit it, but he was the reason, him and Willie Colleystein were the reason uh, that the Suns didn't pull away earlier and make that game, you know, almost embarrassing for the Mavs, or at least more so than what it was at that point. So, I think we need to at least mention, you know, it is nice to have Jalen Brunson back with that second unit.
2: <laughs> sure. Uh, it is, it is nice to a certain extent. My thing with last night was, and it wasn't just Jalen. It was really the entire, well, honestly the entire roster outside of really Luca um, and Josh Richardson, maybe. Uh, but especially the bench unit, they looked lost. Uh the preseason, they looked great, but that's the preseason. Brunson and Trey Burke kind of looked like they had no idea what they were doing during portions of the game.
1: And it did look like, of, of, like all freelancing.
2: Yeah, like it, they, it was, it was they no way to shots. So. Well, maybe I should do this. Well, uh, well, uh, well uh, uh, okay. I mean, it was they didn't know what they were doing for a yeah. large portion of that game, and I think that also contributed to why they were – the whole team was playing so poorly. I mean, you can't do anything if your guards are just passing it back and forth to one another. And this guy's rolling that way, but nobody's looking at him. And then, well, should I go over here? I mean, it, 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 it it was bad. And maybe that's because there was a little bit of roster turnover, but, but the guys on the bench have all been playing together for the last couple of years. So I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know where they go from, go from here, but they need to figure out something with the bench unit because it's, it looked like a mess. Maybe inserting Dwight back into the bench unit helps because he like fish said, knows where to stand and all that stuff.
1: But But meanwhile, maybe we need to quit saying it's the bench mob. It's the, it's not anything. It's not anything yet. (laughs) Last night it wasn't. Um,
3: In the preseason, it looked pretty good, but you know, like we said before, you can't,
1: you can't hang your hat on that. (laughs) Whose bench looked better last night? phoenix Not no no question so Lang- why don't they? to the galloway huh what was that so so why isn't phoenix the bench mob why don't they have a nickname
3: i don't know I, you know we we think about before the powell and uh brunson injuries last year you know how good the mavs bench was but you know trey burke wasn't a part of that at that point and uh Josh Green wasn't a part of it at that point. So, you still have pieces that you have to work in there and you have to create that chemistry all over again. Uh, And, you know, as much as we like the fit with Luka and Josh Richardson, that starting five has to, you know, build some chemistry too and some real NBA games going forward. So, but I just want to –
2: I will mention one other thing. James Johnson needs more minutes.
3: I agree with that, yes. He – he
2: was one guy out there who looked like he knew what he was doing. And one of two or three guys on the whole roster who looked like they could pass and knew where to go with the ball. So I think he needs more minutes, maybe at the, you know, at the expense of some of Maxie's minutes, even, I mean, it doesn't matter to me where they come from, but he needs to be on the floor more.
3: And look, I I said, go go ahead. Okay. Well, I said this on the, on the last episode, I believe, but if if Rick Carlisle is going to start Powell, then, and I mean, if he's not going to play Willie Collison, if he's just going to put him out there for six minutes and, you know, yank him real quick and not really give him a chance, I would rather have him put James Johnson as that backup five and five, and, you know?
2: So, what do y'all yeah. think? No, yeah, I, I, think, I think that works. Uh, anything is better than what we saw last night. Uh, last night's rotations did not work.
1: So you know. um, I think, and, I, and I, I'll close with this, the the highlight when the ball was spinning around and around on the rim and Dalton, I think you put up a tweet on it.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. um, and I, and maybe the Mavericks themselves did. And the shot is from the other end of the court. So you're watching the back of the Mavericks, of five Mavericks watching that ball going around and around and around. And the fact that they were, I mean, they were into it. It was like it was like they were at a roulette wheel in in Paris, and a billion dollars is riding on it. Tim
3: it was Hardaway really cool was that player. they were
1: that they were into it. <laughs> oh, the guys are dancing and they're twerking and the whole thing, and body English and everything. So between that and James Johnson committing five fouls on one play on a guy's drive to the basket, I thought it was at least the effort was good. He hits his wrist then hits him in the face. Then one more time, just for fun, he rakes him across the face. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was fantastic. So uh, welcome to welcome to Dallas, James.
3: It, it'll at the very least, it'll make people think twice about you know driving to the rim on on him. So okay, that that's gonna do it. But we're gonna before we take off, what do y'all think happens on Christmas Day? I'm predicting a, a bounce back win for the Mavs because I just don't see Luca going. 11 of 26 again and I also don't see the Mavs as a whole shooting just nine of 37 from three uh for two straight games what do y'all think
2: uh I'll I'll let fish uh be the grand finale um I I think the Lakers win I think the Mavs are starting 0-3 um I think the Lakers win I think it's close I do think Luca plays better I do think um Tim Hardaway Jr. plays better um I don't think Dwight Powell plays better because I think he's going to get torched. And I think that's, what's going to lose them. The game is that they don't have an answer for Anthony Davis, unless, you know, they give Willie Colley Stein a shot. Even he's not going to be able to do much, but he can do more than the other guys.
3: I will say so this, and then F- I this fish. Game. You can close us here, but uh, I will say this. The bench is going to be huge in this game because when you have guys like uh, Montrez Harrell and, um, uh, Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench you have offensive punch but your defense isn't going to be very good so
1: (laughs) correct yeah fish what Uh, do you think I would say the only way to stop Anthony Davis would be to trade for him and that's not going to happen (laughs) and then my other Christmas day prediction is I'm going to give my kids cash for Christmas because I'm sick of loaning the money
3: well there you go (laughs) (laughs) all right well look I respect that I know you're not really a a predictions kind of guy that's kind of how mark cuban is too he he's not going to make any predictions sure. So.
1: <laughs> and, and speaking of giving away money we're i'm, I'm exactly like that when uh, in, in regard to mark cuban very similar yeah in terms of the amount of money <laughs> we give away to our yeah, to our yeah.
2: people. It'd be hard to tell the difference between y'all <laughs>
3: <laughs> well guys look i appreciate y'all uh talking with me today and like i said we we're hoping for a mavs bounce back on christmas day regardless it's going to be fun it's going to be exciting. It's the first time in nearly a decade they've played on Christmas. So soak it in, you know, it's a new season, new possibilities. Uh, But guys, we appreciate y'all coming in and listening. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite platforms. Yes, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Uh, We're getting very close to our goal of a thousand subscribers. Uh, So keep hitting it. Tell your family, tell your friends, uh, get them on there to subscribe.
1: When this podcast, by the way, I have a podcast too. I mean, I have a uh, YouTube too. Can I plug it or not? Is that legal? Yeah. On YouTube? Yeah, yeah, of course. I think it's called Fish Sports DFW. I don't know. It's gigantic. But when, when Dalton finally gets to a thousand subscribers, she's going to be able to take those jerseys and put them in frames. Yeah, instead of instead of on the dry cleaner <laughs> hanger. So, yeah. come on, people, broaden imagination. <laughs>
3: if you want the nicer setup, you know we gotta we gotta reach that goal. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Thanks, good. boys. Hey, I hope that plug works. But anyway, all right, y'all. Take a step back,
1: reminisce about the old days when I hooped outside with my friends and drunk that OJ. Crossover doing step backs in a pair of chains. These days I'm about my chips like a
3: bag of legs. I ain't lying when I tell you people ain't the same. How you real when you say your soul for the fame? Do anything for a dollar. I'ma stay patient cause I know God promised me a lot of. Looked up the dirt in MJ instead of blue collar. Excited at the idea of being a true baller. Riding in the Benz a Copper and Pala. Feeling like I made it, now they trying to holler. This how we
1: thinkin' life's supposed to be. Media...